Glory to God. <clears throat> well, good to see everybody. And good to see everybody uh, listening online. We have several that, that tune in regular, and we, we appreciate all that. Uh, being able to help more people, getting the word out. Amen. And, and we get good reports, praise God. And, and uh, uh, nothing like being here, but sometimes you can't. Amen. And so uh, you can still hear. And, and, you know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, uh, even if you miss a service, it's going to be online. And you can go to kywordoflife.com. Uh, and then there's a page called Messages. And every message we've preached in the last uh, three, three months or so, three or four months or so, maybe longer than that, uh, is on there. So there's no, for free. For free. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to pay for it. You could, and, and then if you have podcasts on your phone, and it's real easy to do, get one of your grandkids if you don't know how <laughs> to show you how to do it. But uh, I subscribe to a few podcasts. I'm with the Dufresnes. I'm with Church on the Rock. And, and, and if, uh, Keith Moore, uh, a few that I really like. And, and uh, uh, you can listen to it all the time. Amen. I got a pair of wireless earbuds, and, and uh, you know, you can listen to it. I, you know, I was listening to podcasts today. I listened to Church on the Rock's message. Brother Amsey did a fine job talking about you got to have a standard. Amen. We still have a standard. And right's right and wrong's wrong. Amen. And it's always going to be that way because it just seems like some places are losing that standard. But uh, so get on there and, and it's free. And you can listen to every message and you can listen to it over and over. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it will be a blessing to you. Are you going to? Uh, Misty's got something for the kids. Praise God. The rest of you, you can go ahead and turn your Bible to Isaiah chapter 40. This is going to be my first verse. But uh, uh, I was thinking about this, and there's nothing new under the sun. Jesus told Peter, he said, do you love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord. He said, feed my sheep. Amen. He, he asked him again. He said, do you love me? He said, yeah, feed my sheep. Amen. It's important for sheep to be fed. And now faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. And Paul said one time, I'll stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Now, I remember this. I, I went on one trip with Dr. Jacobs when he had the, the Cessna 421, his little twin engine, seated about eight, uh, two up front, and then I think there were seats for maybe six. A couple of them was a little small. But anyway, you know, six or eight easily, and there was probably four or five of us on that trip that I went on to, uh, to Texas. And uh, he had this pilot named Gordon. He always hired him. And uh, so I was on the flight from uh, New Albany, Indiana, to somewhere in Arkansas to fill up with gas, and then from there to Georgetown, Texas. And then from Georgetown, Texas, back to somewhere in Arkansas to fill up with gas. 
and on back home to New Albany. And Gordon did the same thing every time. He had a checklist, and he walked around. He looked at the wheels. He looked at things on the motor. He looked at di different stuff. Real tedious. Real tedious. Then when we, got to, when we stopped for gas, well, after they filled the gas tanks up, we went in and went to the bathroom and stuff. When we come back out, he was checking it all again before we got ready to take, to take off. And that's the way pilots are trained because, you know, it's not like going down the highway. You can pull off the side of the road if your car breaks down. Amen. No, if you break down in the air, you're, 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 you're in trouble. So, so they're extra careful. Amen. So, you know, there's some things in the Word of God we ought to be extra careful. And there's not, nothing wrong with having a checklist and, and looking and seeing some things. Because uh, this, this is, as I often say, this is the lastest, last day we've ever seen we've never seen days like this i you know uh i can say it as honestly as i know how you never know you never know what you're going to see when you turn on the television turn on the news the next day anything could happen and uh uh so these are the last the last days jesus is coming soon and we know there's a harvest amen uh we, we know that uh, uh, the, the latter state of the house will be greater than the former. We know that uh, he will have a glorious church not having wrinkle, spot, or blemish. Amen. And we know it will come to pass that whosoever calleth on the name of the Lord will be saved. I believe we're going to see people saved and saved for real. Uh, we've got a watered-down version of salvation. Some people, uh, some people actually equate going to church with salvation. If you go to church, then you must be a Christian. Well, no, that's not a Christian. Amen. You got to encounter God, and you can, and listen. You can't have encountered God in seventy-seven, or eighty-three, or ninety-two. Amen. Or two thousand and two. Amen. Or two thousand and twenty. You got to walk with God every day. And the people of God are going to walk with God in these last days. It's essential. And there's plenty for us to do. There's plenty for us to pray for right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, John Wesley said this years ago. John Wesley was uh, instrumental in the, in the Methodist church being established. And... <coughs> He wrote a handbook for, for Methodist ministers that talked about the gifts of the Spirit. And uh, uh, he said he had come to believe through study of the Word and personal experience that God can do nothing until somebody here, down here, prays for it. Amen? So there's a prayer responsibility that the church has to pick up. I think we've let it slip. I think there's been some slipping. Amen. And uh, I saw one lady politician, uh, uh, saw a news clip of her, and, uh, you know, she said some of y'all saying we need to get Trump back, and that's right, but she said we need to get him back. We need to get him back in this country. We need to get him back in our schools. We need to get him back in our government. And we need to get him back in our homes. And we need to get him back in our hearts. 
Amen. I thought, boy, that is so good. And I believe, I believe people are waking up and people are starting to pray. But John Wesley said, unless somebody prays, God can do nothing. See, some people think God just does whatever he wants to do. But he needs us to pray and believe for it. Amen. God doesn't do just everything that he wants to do. He's God. Nobody's telling him what to do. But we have to ask. He said, you have not because you ask not. And he said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. So there's the business of prayer. You know, some people want to be busy uh, 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 about doing something. Well, prayer is the great business of the church. Amen. Prayer, and we've let that down. Prayer is to the Christian like, is, is like what eating breakfast is to the natural man. Amen. You must pray or you're not going to grow strong. You're not going to stay strong. Amen. We must learn to pray. And, and it's like breathing. Amen. And drinking water. You have to have it to survive. Amen. And so there, there, if before there's a, a real revival of souls, people are going to have to ask for things and believe for things. So we've got to be prepared. There will be challenges. You're going to be challenged. Amen. As you walk with God, the, uh, Andrew just said, the devil hates your guts. He's trying to take you out. You're going to have to be strong. You have to be, you're going to have to be strong. Amen. You know, I got in a fight one time, and I got beat up pretty bad, and so I decided I was going to get revenge. But that guy was bigger than me, and he, 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 he could fight. He'd been in a lot more fights than I'd been in. So you know what I did? I started working out, and I got some numbshucks, and, and uh, I, I was working out. I was training, so when it happened again, I wasn't going to be caught off guard. Amen. Well, listen, we've gonna, we're gonna, we, we got to be ready. We've got to be prepared, and he's given us the whole armor of God so we can be ready for this. There's no excuse for us to be couch potatoes and not be ready for warfare. Amen? Hallelujah! So, uh, uh, I'm just stirring up your pure minds by way of remembrance, talking about some of this stuff. But I believe it needs to be said, and, and uh, I like it when people call stuff to my attention. And it just seems like whatever I'm going through, there's always some preacher, because I'm always listening to something, there's always some preacher there to say what I need to hear. Amen. That's just the way the Holy Spirit works with stuff. So Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those who wait upon the Lord. And now some people means that that, that, uh, uh, that means you just, you know, sit there waiting for something to happen. But that's not what that word wait means. That word wait means to minister. To like, uh, have you ever had a really good waitress? Sometimes they're few and far between. Amen? But a really good one, make sure that you got what you need when you need it. And if if they want a good tip, but if you're known for not tipping, then I wouldn't pay much attention to you either. No, no you got to do your job. You're supposed to do your job. Amen. Hallelujah. But I, I, I'm telling you, it's sad when, when some restaurants don't like to see the Christians come in after church because they're notorious non-tippers. The Christians ought to be the best givers in town because we're blessed and we understand. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, and we, we, we can show some mercy and bless people. Amen? So, uh, but, but this way, we minister to the Lord. Those who minister to the Lord. That's worship and praise and thanksgiving. 
That's communing with God. Amen. That's blessing His name. If we do that, you will, you'll renew your strength. You feel like you're tired. You feel like you're wore out. You feel like you're beat up and beat down. Well, wait on the Lord. Minister to the Lord. Amen. Begin to praise Him. Hallelujah. Uh, when the enemy's trying to beat you down and get you down and get you discouraged, it, it, he's getting you to, 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 to run after your feelings and run after the, 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 the liar, the things the liar said, the thoughts that come into your head that are discouraging. Amen. And so you think about that. Amen. And the, but the way you stop thinking about that is to begin to praise the Lord, to begin to worship God. Amen. And we got to check ourselves. We got to check the checklist. Have you let that slip? Well, I've had a really bad day, preacher. You don't know what, you know. Well, what are you thinking about? What's coming out of your mouth? Well, you can change that quickly, if you will. Hallelujah. You have authority over the devil to say, you know, Brother Hagin said, uh, 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 you can't stop a bird from flying over your head but you can stop them from building a nest in your hair. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, thoughts are going to come, but we've got to address those thoughts with praise and worship. Oh, devil, you're a liar. Amen. Yeah, you're a liar. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. Or my God supplies all my need according to His riches and glory. Amen. And just begin to worship Him or put on some good worship music. Amen. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Therefore by Him let us continually Offer the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. According to the Bible, and that's what we go by, we're supposed to be praisers. We're supposed to be praising people. Therefore, by Him, let us continually. That means on and on and on and on. All the time, not just Sunday mornings, amen, or Wednesday nights, but on and on and on. Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. It, it, praise is a sacrifice. That means sometimes you don't feel like it. You can't wait till you win the lotto to, 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 to praise God. Amen. You've you got you to gotta, you gotta praise Him, amen, when it looks bad because it changes the atmosphere. Amen. And, th- and, and, and really, I realized this when I was so beat up with some things that happened in my life. And I realized I didn't feel like praising God. I, I wanted to complain. I wanted to be mad. I wanted to be angry. I wanted to feel sorry for myself. And, and I mean, you know, in my opinion, nobody had ever been done as dirty as I had been. You know, that was the way I saw it. And the worst thing that ever happened to anybody. In, 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 in my honest opinion, that's what I thought. But I realized as long as I was thinking that way, I was never going to get up. I was never going to get any better. And I realized I had to get better in my mind so I could get better on the outside. Amen. And I realized I had to start praising God because God didn't do this to me. Amen. God was going to take care of me. It was the devil who set me up and did this to me. Amen. And, and God was going to bless me. So I had to learn whether I felt like it or not. And sometimes it was a sacrifice. And sometimes it was dry as a shuck. You know what I mean by dry as a shuck? Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you just keep on praising God and building it till it gets a little bit stronger and gets a little bit more strength to it. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to His name. So, so uh, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. 
Amen. You know what? You can't go on social media and not find somebody in much worse shape than you. I mean, there are people right now uh, that have having tragedy in their families. Amen. People dying way before their times. Amen. The thief comes but to steal, to kill, and destroy. And heartbroken families and heartbroken children. And if, if, if somebody doesn't get to them and help them, they'll be mad at God the rest of their life because that's happened too, too many times when a parent dies young. And then some religious person says Jesus took them. Well, the Lord took them. Well, the Lord didn't take them. The thief did. The thief who comes but to steal, kill, or destroy. Amen. And, and uh, w- w- we can not be ignorant of his devices. You know, the Lord told me years ago, uh, in my vision, the interpretation of my vision was to show people who Jesus really is. People don't know who Jesus really is or they wouldn't be saying that the Lord took a mama when she was young and had young children. That the Lord needed a choir singer up there more than he needed down here. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. If she was saved, she went to heaven. Hallelujah. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But the Lord didn't call her out. It wasn't his will. Well, somebody said, well, it's appointed for man to die once. But it also gives us a promise of long life if we honor God. Amen. When people's lives are cut short like that by tragedy, it's always the enemy. Now, does, can he keep them out of heaven? No, he can't. Amen. But some people go too early. Amen. And, and uh, you know, we need to tell people always, God is good. Amen. And if we'll believe him and learn who we are in him and do his word and understand that he's a good God. Amen. See, some people say, think, well, you ask him to heal you. And if you get healed, he said yes. And if you don't get healed, he said no. That's not how it works. Amen. He already said yes when, when Jesus went to the cat of nine tails and took stripes for our healing. It was prophetically uh, said hundreds of years before that ever happened, ever took place. Amen. And that was the fulfillment of the prophecy. Amen. And healing is in the atonement. Amen. Healing is bought and paid for. And in this covenant, it is so, more so even than the old covenant. And we know in the old covenant, the ones who took the Passover meal and put the blood on the doorpost and took the Passover meal, there was not one sick or feeble amongst them. And, and uh, I, it, it, it just bothers me when there's a bunch of experts on the internet that judge every preacher, amen, and one of the criteria is if they preach the prosperity gospel of a false one. Well, you're going to have to throw the whole Bible out, amen, because Jesus said, give, and it shall be given to you. Red letters in everybody's Bible. Good measure, press down, shake it together, and run it over. Well, they're going to have to say Jesus was a bad preacher because he preached that prosperity gospel. Amen. They're so wrong. Amen. And, and the church needs to be blessed, not so people can drive Cadillacs and do foolish things. Amen. So this gospel can be preached like it should be. So we can help the people that need to be helped. So things can be done in an excellent manner. Amen. And there, there are some unexcellent things, but not as... Not as much as you think. None of the people that I run with act like that. Hallelujah. Can I get a good amen? Well, I'm about to preach myself happy. Amen. Let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God that is the fruit of our lips. 
giving thanks to his name. So we're to continually all the time. And, and a sacrifice means it's going to cost something. A sacrifice in the Old Testament costs something. Amen. Even today, I know a sacrifice in baseball is, uh, you know, either a bunt or if you got a runner on third base or second base and you hit a fly ball way out in the outfield, then they can tag up. And when the outfielder catches the ball, it, it, it's an out sure enough. But that frees that person on base to run to the next base. Amen. And, and actually in baseball, if somebody goes from second to third on your pop out, it don't count as a pop out. It counts as not an at bat. So, you, you, you know, if you're, if you're keeping up with your average, amen, like, like, I, I, like I did. And, you know, I, was, I always had my, my player's average and uh, trying to, you know, get it up there, praise God. Hallelujah. So, but it costs you something. Amen. Uh, but it pays. Oh, it pays. It benefits you. Amen. It's a choice to praise God. Amen. It's a choice. And we can make that choice. Am I going to let the devil beat me up all day or am I going to get up on top of this? Amen. And, and uh, uh, this will work if you'll just do it. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not being mean to anybody. Been there and done that. I've been hurting, I've been hurting bad myself. But this is how, and I begin to know it, and I'm just going to tell you, I begin to know it for a while before I was able to really do it. Amen. But I knew it was my answer. I knew I was going to have to see myself blessed and better. Amen. Before I became blessed and better. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And with, with some of the, the uh, with issues with my hip and my health that I've been through, I realized I had to see myself healed and hold and get my eyes off what, what was and, and start praising God for what was going to be, what was surely coming to pass, because He's faithful. Amen? So praise and thanksgiving uh, are by choice and not by feelings. 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, it doesn't say for everything give thanks, but it says in everything give thanks. You know, I wasn't thanking God when gas was $5 a gallon. I wasn't thanking God for gas being $5 a gallon, but I was thanking God because I had a supply. Amen. My God supplies all my need. I was thanking Him for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So in everything, in every situation, you can thank Him because if, if, if you're suffering sickness, you can thank Him because he's, he, he's, He said, Ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find. So if you believe that you received, you can praise Him because the end outcome of this thing is going to be your health. Your youth renewed like the eagles. Amen. Hallelujah. The, the Amplified says, Be happy in your faith and rejoice and be glad-hearted continually or always. Be unceasing in prayer, praying perseveringly. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. It's the will of God for us to be thankful. Amen. It's the will of God for us to be people of praise. Amen? Being in trouble is not the will of God, but being people of praise and thanksgiving is the will of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 100. Uh, make a joyful shout to the Lord. 
all you lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Amen. Isn't that good? There's all kinds of good stuff in here. The biblical definition of the word uh, thanksgiving as referenced in the New Testament is from the Greek word eucharista, which means gratitude. Uh, expressions of grateful language to God as an act of worship, thankfulness, giving of thanks, or thanksgiving. In the Old Testament, it's from the Hebrew word tauda, and it means to express visible thanks or adoration to God by extending the hands to God in reverence coupled with offering of a sacrifice of praise to God through audible confessions of thanks. So you need to speak out your thankful, your, your, your amen. And, uh, you know, the children of uh, Israel, when Moses led them out, they come up on Jericho, and uh, Moses had passed away, and Joshua now was the leader. And the Lord gave them instruction. They said, how are we going to take that big walled city? The Lord gave them instruction. He said, you march around that city. Seven days, march around that city. On the seventh day, he said, don't say a word. Amen. So, sometimes instead of praising him, we're complaining and whining. Amen, and I don't know if you remember the story in the Bible where the gripers got the vipers, the whiners and the complainers and the murmurers, the Lord sent serpents to bite them. Amen, and then they had to lift the serpent up for them to be healed. You know, God's just, he's always merciful. Amen, but the gripers get the vipers. No whining, amen, that's what Dr. Dufresne used to always say. Get over it. And, and I know some people, oh, you're too hard, preacher. You just don't know. And, and you think you need a pat on the back all the time. Amen. No, you need to pat yourself on the back and get up where someday you can pat somebody else on the back. Amen. And help them. There's lost people going to hell. There's people bound with drugs and alcohol. And here we got so many Christians that have to be babied. And, and Modley Coddle been saved 67 years and still babies. Still got their spiritual poop diapers on and sucking on their pacifier, amen, and, and ain't never prayed a prayer, ain't never led anybody to the Lord, amen, ain't never done nothing but complain and whine and murmur and waller in it just like a baby. And we, we need to grow up. Some, some of y'all need to grow up, amen, and graduate up to uh, pull-ups, amen, get out of those diapers. <laughs> Hallelujah, not have an accident every two or three hours, amen, just... Space them out a little till you, till you get over it. Amen. And I love you. Amen. But, but you'd enjoy it more. That's why children eventually get potty trained. They, they don't enjoy sitting in that. And they figure out they don't have to. Praise God forevermore. Amen. And it's, it'll dawn on some of the children of God. You don't have to sit in that. Yes. Amen. Whoo, how many still love me? Amen. 
Hallelujah. When you lift your hands to God and say, I love you, Lord, I worship you, Lord, I praise you, Lord, you're offering thanksgiving to God. Amen. And that's the way you begin to turn things. Amen. Uh, Thanksgiving is worship in our hearts toward God, and thanksgiving is an outward expression of adoration to God, of what is in your heart towards Him. Worship is the focus of your heart towards God, and praise is the outward expression of the focus of your heart. Amen. Praise and worship are different. Praise is, Lord, we lift your name on high. You know, (laughs) hallelujah, and we're celebrating. But then worship is, hallelujah, Lord, I love you. And you just get so into it. And you're just from your heart, just forgetting everything and everybody and just loving him and letting him love you. It's higher. It's deeper. Amen. We need to go there often. Amen. Hallelujah. It's powerful. When we offer up thanksgiving unto God, it releases God's power upon us. Amen. It's, so they walked around that wall seven times for seven Days and then on the seventh day they went around the seventh day and on I mean, they went around seven times and on the seventh time they shouted with a great shout and then the walls came down. Amen. Your walls not going to come down till you start praising God. Hallelujah. When you start shouting, that's when the walls come down. Yeah. Amen. You shout and then the walls come down. Some of y'all are waiting for the walls to come down. And then you're gonna shout and hoop and holler. Amen. Uh, uh, I heard the song. Uh, uh, some southern gospel band had it about, you know, I'm going to have a hallelujah time when I get up yonder. Amen. Well, we can have a hallelujah time when we're down here. Amen. Because we're going up yonder. Yeah. Amen. And we got that promise. You don't have to wait till you get up yonder. Amen. You can have a, a hallelujah time down here. Praise God. It's so much better. It just makes things so much better. It really does matter. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Mark Hankins, uh, I I quote this a lot because it's a good thing that he said. If you could see what your praising God does to darkness in the spiritual realm, you wouldn't stop. You'd you'd jump on it more and more and more. And this is the pilot's check. I'm just getting you more used to this. Faith comes by hearing. I'm stirring you up so you'll think of this more and more and more. Amen? Thanksgiving's vital to releasing the power of God in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me say it another way. God designed thanksgiving as an essential tool to be implemented in the lives of his followers. When thanksgiving is released from you to God, it activates God. Amen? When God is activated, his power, the anointing, is released uh, to come to your aid and bring about total victory in every area. His activated power, the anointing, will destroy every single yoke and remove Every burden. Isaiah 10, 27. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. If you walk into this room and it's totally dark and you need light in order to find your way, you go over there and find those light switches. Amen. When the switches turn to the on position, the lights come on. Amen. A surge of electricity is activated when that switch is turned on. A surge of activity. Uh, electricity is activated and it causes these lights to come on amen so uh, the light demanded when you turn on the switch uh, follows that chain and and makes it come on 
the same thing happens in the realm of the Spirit. Faith is voice activated. And what better way to, to, to speak things into existence than praising God, calling the things that be not as though they were. It, it doesn't say if you stay up all night and walk the floor and worry, then God's going to move for you. It doesn't promise us that, but that's what we think. Amen. It says He habits the praises of His people, and His promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. So if you're experiencing heaviness or oppression or depression in your life, begin to offer thanksgiving uh, to God. And when you do this, it will bring God's power on the scene to annihilate the burden of heaviness. Glory to God. Amen. It works. He'll cloak you with His garment of absolute peace and tranquility, which is activated through praise. Amen. Offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto God so that He can have access to come. It's the open door. Come on in. Come on the scene. Hallelujah. You know, I, I, I didn't really know all this from the Word, but early on, when I first went to those first Word explosions at uh, Church on the Rock, when I first knew Dr. Jacobs, they had a meeting. It was in, in November 1st. He had, he had a meeting every November, and he would get 10 or 12 preachers, and he would get the Living Stones, who was a praise and worship band, from Louisville, uh, and he would have like two preachers of service. And I think sometimes back in the beginning, he actually had uh, a service in the morning, then a service in the afternoon, and a service at night. And he'd have two preachers in every service and a, a little bit of praise and worship. And uh, those uh, living stones, boy, they, they could praise God. I mean, they really could, and they really got you praising the Lord. And, and so I always sat on front, sit up on the front row, and I'd go, and boy, we'd just be praising God, and they'd sing, shout for He's given us this city, all kinds of good songs like that, and, and uh, just be praising God for three or four days straight, and hearing preacher after preacher after preacher. And then I'd come home, and, and uh, I'd realize I, I was in a whole nother level, in a whole nother realm. Amen. Because I'd been praising God. I'd been doing nothing but praising God and hearing the word and saying yes and amen and shouting. Amen. And it changed everything. See, Dr. Jacobs, when he first started and he got the left foot of fellowship from the Baptist because he got filled with the Holy Ghost and, and the Lord had told him to pray for some people and they got healed and people got mad. Religious people got mad. They did. Bless their darling hearts. Bless their ignorant hearts. Amen. But he heard about Brother Copeland and went to some of those meetings. And that's what Brother Copeland does getting ready to happen right here in the, in the next week. Amen. Uh, two preachers in the morning, two preachers in the afternoon, and then Brother Copeland at night, plus they sang for about an hour. You know, so, uh, you know, it's all day from daylight to dark. I, I, I challenge you, tune into all of that. Tune into all of that every day. Amen. And when the singers are singing, sing with them. Jump up and dance in front of the TV. Amen. And praise God. And see if stuff doesn't get broke off of you. And see if you're not a different. And see, that's why Dr. Jacobs had, that, had those meetings that he called Word Explosion. Because he saw what it did to him. And he wanted that to happen to his people. He loved his people. And it cost money to put on a meeting like that. Amen. And he had to have good ministry of helps to put on a meeting like that. But, oh, what a benefit. Amen. And then, so then I realized, you know, I was just doing what this Word says. And we can all do it. 
Amen? More and more, more and more. How much, how much peace, how much joy you want? Amen? Hallelujah. How, how, when, in the old life, in the old life, before you got saved, some of y'all never been there, but some of us have. And, you know, uh, I mean, I would set out on Friday night. I wasn't going to get a little bit drunk. I was going to light it up. I was going to get lit tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to turn it on tonight. Amen. Mama must have been praying one night because uh, I just had stopped at the liquor store and got a, a quart of whiskey. And I was really getting ready to turn it on, boy. I was really getting ready to turn it on. And I stopped at the gas station to put gas in my car. And, and when I got out, I had bench seats. I didn't have bucket seats. I had bench seats. And when I got out and, and rolled out of the vehicle, that bottle rolled out behind me and busted right there in front of the gas pumps. Oh, I was sick. Because, I, I mean, that, that was, you know, that's $8 or $10 back then. You know, and, and that was my party. And it was all gone. And Mama must have been praying that night. But, but see, you, you know, uh, you, you got to participate. You got to enter in. These aren't drunk as they suppose. They're just filled with the Holy Ghost. You got to find the spout where the glory comes out. And, and uh, don't be afraid of it. Don't be embarrassed by it. It'll, it, it. It makes you strong. We're going to have to fight him. He's coming after you anyway. Amen. He's coming. Hallelujah. The thief comes but to still kill and destroy but we can be ready and we can be strong. Amen. Hallelujah. And overcome him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. He plans to destroy you. He does not mean you good in any area. No. Hallelujah. But Jesus came for this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. This purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, 1 John 3 and 8. So thanksgiving turns this power on. Amen. Psalm uh, 8, 2 says, Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou obtained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. Amen. Hallelujah. So let, let's, you know, predetermine. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm coming to church to... to to get some praise on. I'm going to get blessed. I'm going to get the joy of the Lord is my strength. And, and you hear better. Amen. You hear better. It affects you stronger. And it opens up the, the atmosphere for the presence of God to move and, and sets the atmosphere for miracles. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication... With thanksgiving, let your requests uh, be made known to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. One more. It's about that time. Deuteronomy 28, 47. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything, therefore you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in need of everything, and he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. That's what the enemy's going to do to you because you did not serve the Lord with joy. Amen. Well, so if we're going to serve him, why not serve him with joy? Amen. Hallelujah. Now, God is good all the time. Amen. But the enemy's out to yoke you up. Amen. But if you praise God, amen, you get anointed. It's like the grease pig at the grease pig contest. It's hot. You're harder for the devil to catch. 
Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, praise stills the avenger. Hallelujah. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Father God, we just come boldly before your throne, thanking you that your word is forever settled in heaven. In the name of Jesus, you're good all the time, and you want your children to enjoy good things. You want us to be full. Amen. You want us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Glory to God. So we just declare, help us, remind us to, 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 to stop and check everything out. Well, I need to be praising God more. The, the enemy trying to t- trouble me, torment me, I'm going I'm to enter into praise. I'm going to enter into worship. In Jesus' name, make us praisers, Lord. Let this, let this church be a house of prayer and a house of praise. And we'll give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. I thank you your word does not return to you void, but accomplishes that which you propose it to accomplish in Jesus' name. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all Sunday. Praise God.